Chiral Studios presents Better Men Elsewhere, Episode 5, Governor Yuri Part 2, The Old Governors, written and directed by Angelo Espiritu. What happened next? So anyway, I'm trying to pull him out of the water, but he keeps squirming and thrashing about. I was in a lot of pain, thank you very much. Adam, honey, it wasn't a jellyfish. It was seaweed. It stung me. I had to pee on it. He just wanted to show off. All right, you two. I think that's enough. Jason, there you are. Where have you been? Oh, you know, stuck in the shitter. Did you fall in? Jason, have a seat. Have you met any of these lovely people? Cecilia, yes. I take it you must be the boy that Mr. Hughes is not too fond of. Wait, he doesn't like me? Oh, uh, uh. <laughs> I'm just joking. I know he hates my guts. My name's Adam, sir. It's a pleasure. Likewise. And I'm sorry. I don't believe we've met. This is Daniel Elm. He used to be one of my tenants a while back. You can call me Danny. Danny drove all the way here from Asphodel. <clears throat> Did I say drove? Uh, I meant he uh, hiked. From far away. Very, very far away. Taking the Elm bloodline to the furthest reaches of the world. Elm? Like Mr. and Mrs. Elm? Oh, uh, Danny, tell us. What's it been like in your travels? It's fine, Miss Lucia. Yes. They're my parents. Did you know them? I saw your mother's memento last week, on my second day here. Let me guess, you were confused why the willow tree said Elm. I was, actually, yeah. I had no idea what it meant, it, but it was, it was such a long day. My brain wasn't, um... <laughs> Look, I'm sorry about your parents. You look so young, and I can't imagine what that's like. Thanks. I appreciate that. Governor Yuri, Eustace Yuri, he cut down my father's memento for firewood. I'm glad he's dead. The governor, uh, not my father. I'm very sorry. Do you have kids? Yes, three. Constable, you're a father? Is that so surprising? I guess not. I didn't know what to expect, to be honest. What's it like, being a dad? Oh, Adam, you're gonna be a great daddy. Don't you worry. Are you expecting? No. No, my daddy would have a fit. He'd kill Adam if that ever happens without so much as a ring on my finger. Which should be pretty soon, right, honey? Soon is very subjective, dear. <laughs> be careful, kid. You need to learn how to tread in hot water. You hear that? You need to listen to me better. I don't think that's what he... Adam. Right. Yes, dear. There you go. Well, I think I've had enough with these two lovebirds. I'm gonna go see if any of my other friends are around. It was nice meeting you, Constable. Bye, Danny. It was nice catching up with you. Hey, do you want to go get some spruce beer? Mr. Gallagher said this is his best brew yet. 
I'd love to. It was nice chatting with you again, Constable. Ms. Lucia. You continue to surprise me, Jason. How so? I'd actually believe you were a good father if it weren't for the whole criminal thing. I made mistakes. There's no denying that. Quite. Do you have kids? No, I'm afraid. The way I see it, my tenants are my children. Even after they've moved out? Don't tell me your children stop being your children when they leave for college or get married. I wouldn't know, but I get the point. I appreciate you being such a good sport about everything. Drop the veil, Lucia, and tell me how you really feel. My, you've got quite the confidence, haven't you? I know my place. You don't need to sugarcoat it for me anymore. I think everything would be easier, though, if you and the governor were more direct with me, don't you think? The marshal hates my guts, but at least he's made that perfectly clear. I don't hate you, Jason. I just want you to do your job, not cause too much trouble, and be on your best behavior. I ask as much from all of my tenants. Jason! Lucia! How are you enjoying the party? Have you tried Mr. Everett's roasted goat? It's absolutely delicious. Yes, it is. Best food I've had all week. Excuse me! (laughs) Don't be too offended, Lucia. There's no competing with Mr. Everett's goats. It must taste even sweeter knowing you're the one who rescued them. Doesn't it, Jason? I suppose. Though, from the goat's perspective, imagine being rescued only to be slaughtered and then eaten by your rescuer. What did I just say? Behave yourself. This is not the time and place. Am I interrupting something? No. In fact, I was just on my way to check up on Finn. What's wrong with Finn? He's a little shaken up from this morning. He'll be all right. Jason, if you've got a second, I'd like to have a word with you. Now, I know you passed this hall once or twice before on the way to my office. It's quite the marvel, don't you think? I'd imagine it's nicer when well lit. Yes, the blackout is on my to-do list, don't worry. But I'm sure you can make out these portraits all right, can't you? I take it these are the past governors? That's correct. The legacy of Coventry, condensed to a rickety hall. My family has lived in this manor for centuries. It's a bit presumptuous to make your own home the center of the town government, don't you think? You can imagine why we'd be so protective of the title. Our home doubles as the town hall. It'd be quite an uncomfortable arrangement otherwise. I thought it was because everyone was power-hungry and paranoid, if you don't mind me saying. I don't, actually. You're right to have picked up as much. See this. This is Governor Ewan, the first governor to publicly overthrow and defame his predecessor. Ah, and over here we have Governor Euphemius, well-loved and the last governor of the Golden Age. (laughs) Is he your role model? No. That would be Governor Ulysses, my grandfather. He brought order and stability to the town after... The war? How did you... He's wearing a military uniform in the portrait. Right. Yes. Coventry's history is wrought with conflict. When we're not trying to fulfill our duties, we're busy tearing each other apart. 
Even the best ones were just as corrupt. Euphemius was well-loved, but only because of his devious silver tongue. He could convince you to jump off a bridge and make you think it was your idea. Even Ulysses had to resort to violence to stop his predecessor, my great-uncle, Governor Yule. He was the worst of them all. He tried to kill every last person who was remotely related to his opponents, just as a show of force. Do you really blame Governor Ulysses for resorting to violence? It seems like a no-brainer. So, you agree? Some violence and underhandedness is necessary for the good of the town. Cut the crap, Governor. Why am I here? Here in this hall or here in town? Both. Eustace was telling the truth. You weren't supposed to be the prisoner that we host. There was someone else I'd chosen, but... Something, somewhere, somehow along the way, it got mixed up, and here we are. All that crap you told me this morning. What? Just a ploy to get me on your side? Making me constable, was, was that your way of exerting your authority over me? <laughs> to make me your patsy? To do your dirty work for you like Marshall was to Eustace? Lucia, too, I suppose. Yes, but I did mean it when I said I want you to be a part of this. I want to make a difference, and I do believe in second chances. But your survival instincts, your pride, and your arrogance will make it very difficult for cooperation between us. I don't trust anyone here. I hope you understand as much. Now, I don't exactly know what you're talking about, but, last I checked, I've done everything you asked me to, and in return, all I ever asked for were some answers. Your job is not to ask questions. Your job is to do as you are told. And if I don't? I believe I've already made that clear. <laughs> but you won't, will you? You can't just throw me in the cell and call it a day. You did that to me right after the ceremony and then sent Marshall to fetch me so I can enjoy the party. You want me out and around because you shot yourself in the foot. In making me the constable, I've made myself an ally to the town. Locking me up right after your inauguration? <laughs> oh, that can't be a good thing for the governor who promised to be different. The governor of second chances. Now is it? You think people like you because of your good deeds or because of your title? Do you think a town with a history of brutality and chaos can so easily be hospitable to any stranger, let alone a criminal? No, people are nice to you because that's what we've been conditioned to do. That is our survival tactic, Jason. That is how this town has endured the Yuris for so long. When you realize your life is constantly under threat, you learn how to smile and play nice. Not out of charity, but out of self-preservation. You know what that's like, so I suggest you do the same. Tell me, Governor, which do you want more? For me to do your bidding, or my respect? Show me respect by doing as you are told. That's not how this works. 
I've been patient enough with you up to this point, Jason. But now you're quickly draining what little reservation I have left. I respect your title, Governor, and the authority you possess, but I do not respect you. You're clearly desperate for my approval, for my cooperation, because I'm your first mistake in your rise to power. You're scared of me, because I'm the biggest threat to your ego. You're afraid of messing up just like the others. I can't respect you, because you don't respect your own failures and shortcomings. Give me all the honor and respect I am owed, or else I'll see to it that your night, the part of your day that people don't see, I'll make them restless and agonizing to the point where I'll be forced to remove you from your billet. Our poor constable will no longer be fit to serve. I'm willing to take that hit in terms of appearances. I'm Deeply sorry about our new constable. Please forgive my lapse in judgment. Those will be novel words to these people, so it's not an issue for me in the long term. After that, who knows what'll happen to you? What do you say about that? Okay. Okay? Yes, I respect you now. You're clearly not taking this seriously. <laughs> no, you don't understand. I am taking this very seriously. You found your niche, Governor. Just now. In that threat. You had the same sparkle in your eye as your father. Don't you dare compare me to Eustace. Did you push your father or did he jump? It was hard to tell from where I was. Who was in control there? Hmm? The way I see it, it doesn't matter. Because you got what you wanted. He's dead, and you're the governor. Regardless of the means, you are the governor now. You achieved your goal, and I respect you for that. I'll listen to you. I'll be your dog on a leash, ready to lick your boot, and I'll give you all the respect you want not because you have a right to it, but because you earned it. Today, just now, you earned my respect the moment you stopped lying to me and to yourself. Today, you became a Yuri. You want to hit me right now, I know, but if you do, You'd only be proving me right. The only thing left for me to do is... Smile and play nice. New survival tactic. If you don't want my survival instincts, my pride, or my arrogance to get in the way, then I suggest you don't draw those things out of me, Governor. I'm willing to play nice. Are you? Here's what's going to happen right now. I'm going to rejoin the party. You're free to look around and learn a little more about our town and our history. Then you tell me if you think I'm anything close to what you find. And if you think I am, then I'd be happy to play my part.
if you don't play yours. Look at that. Even when I'm left alone, I'm still surrounded by asshats. 34 of them to be exact. What a bunch of pompous, self-indulgent. Wait. No. I must be losing my mind because... Answer it. Wait. You? You're the woman in the woods! What the hell are you doing here? Oh. <laughs> That's cute. Put the knife away, or else I'll shoot. And then what? Everyone will pretend like they didn't hear gunshots coming from the governor's office? I don't need to shoot you. I just need to make a commotion. And then escape. And then you'd be forced either to stay inside, at which point they will interrogate the heck out of you. Asking you why you were in the governor's office by yourself, where did you get a gun, etc., etc. Or you try to chase me down, looking like a fugitive on the run. You knew? That you're a prisoner and Yusuf dressed you up like a constable-themed doll? Yeah. I know. Everyone in Greater Coventry knows. There are other towns, by the way. I don't know if they've told you that. They don't tell me a lot of things. I believe it. I'd be happy to fill you in if you put your knife away. You've got a quick draw. Put your gun away first, and I'll put away my knife. Feel free to shoot me after if you think I'm bluffing. Who are you? I said I'd fill you in. I didn't say I'd spill all my secrets. All right. Fill me in. For starters, you know that badge of yours is a tracking device and an audio recorder, right? It's the same one they used on Constable Carmichael to keep tabs on him. If that's true, then they'll know you're here. No, they won't. I stopped wearing my signal jammer when we took care of Carmichael, but then when I saw you with it, I realized I had to be careful what I said around you. Is that why you pretended to be Cecilia? Exactly. But now I'm wearing my jammer again, so we can have this little heart-to-heart without interference. How did you know Cecilia was at the beach with her friends? There's no way you pulled that alibi out of nowhere. You're the one that called me Cecilia. I just ran with it and filled in the blanks. But how did you know? Let's just say I saw her and her friends having fun on my way here. So you're not from around here. What are you doing here? What did you do to the constable? How do you know about this badge? I don't think you realize the pressure we're both in right now. Your badge signal is jammed, which means you don't exist in their systems as long as I'm around. And the longer I'm here, the more suspicion your absence will raise. I'm gonna keep doing what I came here to do. In the meantime, let's trade questions. And we'll see how far we get before I got a dip. One for one. Does that sound fair? Good. What are you looking for? A file. What brings you to Coventry? A file? How specific? What kind of file? One for one. You still haven't answered my first question. Do you want the long answer or the short answer? You don't get it, do you? 
One question in exchange for one question. You're wasting your own time at this point. Fine. I'm, uh, I'm a convicted murderer and I'm on a special probation to this dumpster fire of a town. What kind of file are you looking for? Anything that can help us blackmail Yusuf. Speaking of which, why would they let you be a constable if you're a convict? I don't really know. I think you may have a domination fetish. What do you mean, us? Who are you talking about? I represent the interests of some very powerful people. Coventry may adore Yusuf, but he's a Yuri through and through, and that's a problem for the other governors. Other governors? What do they want? Uh-uh. Hold on there, cowboy. I still haven't asked my question. Who did you kill? No one important. You're using a cell phone to take pictures and the desk phone rang. Is there really a blackout? No, they're messing with you. There's power all throughout the region. Even in here. Try turning on the desk lamp. See? Son of a bitch. How many people have you killed? Hold on. I haven't asked my question yet. Your last question was C, and the answer is yes. Touché. What's your name? You already asked me that, and I'm clearly not about to change my mind. How many people did you kill? I'm not answering that until you tell me your name. Actually, let me change my question. You just stood there while I snooped through your master's personal files. He's not my master. Perfect. Here's my question. Do you want to take him down? You know what? No. The game's over. My follow-up question. Do you want to help me bring the Yuris down and rid the world of their infestation? Come on. I know you do. What would you have me do? I don't have a lot of time. First things first. You need to convince them to lift your electricity ban or whatever they have over you. But they can't know that you know about it. You're kind of on your own with that. Then, once the power is back and you're alone, without the badge, call this number and we'll talk. Oh. Okay. Is he with us? You're with her? What's the status? No one suspects anything, but you need to get out of here while you still can. The armed militia seems to be helping themselves to the spruce beer, which may or may not be good news for us, but I'd rather not stick around to find out. I'll be waiting for your call. Eunice, come on! Let's go! Eunice? I'll see you at the hideout, Danny. Four. I beg your pardon? I killed four people. Huh. Ditto. Finn? Jason. Hey. Uh, how did you know it was me? I'll admit it was an embarrassing number of failed attempts. Can I sit with you? Sure. I heard you were a little shaken this morning. Yeah. Do you want to talk about it? I'd rather not. My family, Miss Lucia, and a lot of other people already beat you to it, and I'm kind of worn out at this point, you know? I just want to enjoy the party. You don't sound like you're enjoying it. I'm not trying enough to have fun. Got it. Thanks for the notes. You've killed before. What's it like? Awful. It's like you carry the weight of the lives everyone could have had, weighed down by their lost potential. 
Have you ever lost someone close to you before? More than I care to admit. Have you? No. So why do I feel so much grief? What exactly upsets you more? The death? Or the situation around the death? I don't know. I haven't thought about it too much. I mean, I've thought about death before, but I've never really seen it. Not all deaths look like what happened today. A son killing his father? It's not right. Taryn thinks that Governor Eustace jumped. Well, I wouldn't call that a proper death either. What's a proper death then? I don't really know if there is one. I can't say for certain there is a good way to die, but I can certainly say there is a wrong way to live. And that, in and of itself, is worth mourning. Don't you think? I suppose. Hey, I don't know if they put you up to it or anything, but don't feel obligated to stick around here if I'm just bringing you down. No, it's fine. Are you sure? I can... Finn, you're fine. Thanks. I'm gonna toss out this food. I don't think I can stomach it right now. Do you want any of it? No, thanks. I'm good. Alright. Thanks again for taking the time to chat. I know it must have been difficult for you. Hello. There you are. I've been calling you all day. It was my inauguration day, Minerva. Would have been nice if you showed up. That was today. Shit. My apologies. I, I was swamped anyway. Congratulations. Thank you. You said you've been trying to call. Yes. What happened to Jason? What do you mean? He disappeared from my tracker for about an hour. Seems to be working now, but what the hell happened this afternoon? Nothing extraordinary. No commotion, and he never left the premises. Something jammed the signal from his badge. In fact, there are no records at all of his location, nor audio logs from 12.09 p.m. to about 1.15 p.m. I was with him for a good bit of that. We were in the main hall. Would that have anything to do with it? Hmm, no, it shouldn't have. Whatever it is, it's not active anymore. Like I said, he only went dark for an hour. I don't like this. Someone is targeting our constables. You found Frederick's badge in the south side, didn't you? Yes. The staged memento murder was also in the south side. Do you think they're connected? Perhaps. That's the best I've got right now. I don't mean to sound like that person, but Ghost Town is in the south side. We have no reason to suspect any particular person from Ghost Town was responsible for this. You know that if one of them did it, it would be next to impossible to... No, Minerva. That is not how we speak of our citizens. Hmm. I have an idea. Jason's signal disappears when he's in range of the jammer. Let's have him walk around the south side. If we can find a dead zone, then we can narrow down the scope. What do you say? I'll have to speak with the marshal about it in the morning. Okay. Have a good night, Governor. And again, congratulations. Thank you for listening to Better Men Elsewhere. If you'd like to support us, please consider donating at patreon.com forward slash bettermenelsewhere to get early access to ad-free episodes, behind the scenes, and other exclusive content. 
This episode was written and directed by Angelo Espiritu, with Michael Pantazes as assistant director, and co-produced by Angelo Espiritu, Katie Espiritu, and Michael Pantazes. Starring Jonathan Price as Jason, Stephen Landis as Yusuf, Vivian Jones as the Mysterious Woman, Sarah Jane Palmer as Lucia, Amy Dammel as Cecilia Hughes, Garrett McKenna as Adam Pruitt, Max Vidkis as Finn, Angelo Espiritu as Danny L, and Allison Auth as Dr. Argo. Sound design by Angelo Espiritu, with additional sounds provided by Epidemic Sounds. Mixing and mastering by Angelo Espiritu and Pat Mahoney. Music and soundtrack by Pat Mahoney and Angelo Espiritu. The track Appalachian Backroads by Hunter Quinn was provided by Epidemic Sounds. Special shout out to our founder patrons, Evan Frankfurt, Ryan Feather, Tammy Labutin, Jenny Kepner, and Matt McAllis. Additional shout outs to our honored guest patrons, Ryan Feather, Tammy Labutin, and Matt McAllis. For more information about the show, go to chiralstudios.com forward slash BME. That's C-H-I-R-A-L studios.com forward slash B-M-E.